online broadcast network. After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome to Moonbeam City, the after show, live on AfterBuzz TV tonight. Glitzatrine, One Town's Seduction. I am one of your hosts, the Internet Soapbox, Mark Donica, playing a little bit of Captain EO. Uh, for all of you fans who are in the know, uh, we're going to talk about Mr. EO Jackson on tonight's show, and I'm going to be talking it, talking about it tonight with the returning Greg Goodness. How the hell are you? Uh, I was hit by a car! Was, I mean, I knew you were, so that's yeah. why I was just I was hoping for better things. But yeah, I'm doing much better now, so <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. It's like you live in Moonbeam City. Oh, I just, just was hit by a car. Yeah, every 12 seconds... <laughs> Someone is hit nine thousand people are shot, and I get hit by a car. Hit by a car, so car. that's just statistics. Well, it's wonderful to have you back. Thank you. Uh, it's last good to be back. Good. Last week's show was uh, pure madness, both on a, uh, a taping standpoint as well as the, the show itself. Uh, Zach, uh, good friend Zach Wilson, helped mm-hmm. us help me out. Uh, did some fun stuff with the cameras. It was it was craziness. Hope you watched it. But tonight uh, we're talking drugs and fire departments and all sorts of things. Uh, one of the coolest things about tonight's episode was we we got to see more of how the city operates. Yeah, like we actually got to see the other departments in this city as far as what else encompasses this world. Because there needs to be a leader Mm -hmm. in this city, theoretically, maybe. And we got to see that in the form of Mayor EO. Mayor EO Jackson uh, couldn't hit yourself on the nose hard enough uh, (laughs) with his uh, snow leopards by his side at all times. Uh, One of the, the cool things about his introduction is we got to see sort of the ideal of what Dazzle thinks of in a like leading figure and and like sort of wanting to be the yes man to that yes man to that as well as someone who can keep pizzazz on her toes. Yeah, because this entire time she's been the boss cracking the whip mm-hmm. and no one's cracking down on her saying, "Hey, you got to get this ragtag city in order, mm-hmm. Missy." And it wasn't even that. It w- it wasn't the 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 biggest arguable downfall, oh no, not arguable, Mm -hmm. Uh, quote-unquote downfall of uh, Mayor E.O. Jackson was that his he he just wanted the news. He didn't he didn't want anything to actually be solved because it was good press. Right. He's just one of the many egomaniacs that make up Moonbeam City. Mm-hmm. I think that's sort of it's fair to say a motif in this series <laughs> yeah. is that everyone is a egomaniac who has no caring whatsoever for the well-being of the city. They just want to see their name in lights. And as of this week, the fire department is creating a little bit more of that news because there's there are so many more fires around the city, whether that's being caused by the Moonbeam City Police Department or otherwise. And we meet the... Other, I mean, the other team, the Mirror team, the Bizarro team. Uh, Bizarro, yeah. Yeah, Bizarro. Bizarro, Bizarro world. Uh, Bizarro Dazzle is Sizzle Conrad, uh, who very similar, a little bit more muscular build, no shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rad, what was, what was Rad's? 
I didn't catch his name, but all that I wrote down was Junior Flameologist. Yeah, Junior Flameologist was uh, was Chrysalis's uh, other doppelganger. Doppelganger. That's a good way of putting it. Uh, Not wearing a shirt. Mm -hmm. uh, Just the suspenders were in very well placed places, and we we got to see more of how much of a how much of a nerd chrysalis is she can't afford those glasses on a on that salary always coming back to the glasses for chrysalis that's the most it's it's her most defining feature arguably <laughs> seemingly in her mind um so we got to see reggaeton horns and all uh i don't know if we have those on the soundboard but any, anytime those would come through you would ju- oh no i know she's got them marissa's finding them but uh anytime those you would hear those in the distance usually you're like ah here comes some douchebags <laughs> but in this case, it was it was like a hero's welcome. Well, depending on whose side you're on, it's Fair. either a he- hero's welcome, or if you're like our protagonist in the Moonbeam City Saga, they don't care for those people at all. Yep that that is this. Those are the Firehorns, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Mr. Sizzle Conrad himself. Coming uh, into the theater because we are too hot to handle. I love the design, by the way, on mm-hmm. his jetpack, his weird his fire hose jetpack. Jet yeah, that was just such an absurd thing to see. As if he was leading, like he was pulling the fire trucks. Yeah, he's out leading the charge. The coolest, most neon fire trucks that I think will ever be seen. <laughs> and looks more futuristic than something we would see in, let's say, Back to the Future 2. Happy October 21st, everybody. Uh, but the there is an immediate disconnect, despite how similar all of the people are. The bizarro version of Rad, though, doesn't seem that generally pitied like he does in, in our police department. And that's one of the big themes of this episode was we got to see the, pol- the, the police department want to be needed. Yeah, for the first time, they are not the hot shots mm-hmm. in charge. They are the lowly peons who are very afraid of losing their jobs, which is a weird position to see people in after they built a mechanical dolphin suit for the heck of it. And orca suit for the heck of it. And, or- and manufactured a drug for that. That mm-hmm. the. The the big uh, story in this episode was because, I still love saying it, <laughs> Mayor E.O. Jackson wants to shut down the police department and kind of dissolve it into the fire department. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dazzle comes up with an amazing idea that they create their own drug problem. Pizzazz, like, sure, yeah, do it. We got to do it. We got to keep our jobs. I got to mm-hmm. keep my position of power, so to speak. Uh, and so they make glycetrine. Uh, uh, so Which is the most Moonbeam City-esque drug that there ever could be. The fluorescent pink mm. glitter drug that you take into your ear somehow. Yeah. If if there's if anything, they made this something different. It was like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's just like cocaine. Well, it's not like cocaine. You put it, you have to put it in your ear. It's not like heroin or any other drug that I don't know how is administered in any particular way. So with with the glycerin, we also meet uh, Jericho, mm-hmm. who is the uh, the what what's the lab would you put? assistant? Yeah, I guess so. Not even assistant, he head ru- lab chief technician. Yeah, lab technician, maybe a former boss of Chrysalis's, who they make create this drug. Yeah, uh, and and he was voiced by the wonderful Carlos Alizraki, who I think also uh, voiced the head of the Salazito gang. Uh, who's, he just has a very dynamic voicing and play many different types of characters, and I'm a big fan of his. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, through this. 
the mayor starts to come around to, or the, yeah, the mayor starts to come around. He said governor at the end of the episode and it messed with me. So he, <laughs> he ends up coming around to the police department. They feel like they're needed and then they realize they may be in a little bit too deep, uh, of water and rad volunteers to be the scapegoat and the fictional drug lord of this glitzatrine world. And we see how, how he, how his treatment has affected him. Yeah, how he wants to be needed. He Mm -hmm. wants to be that guy who is cool and in charge and scares children. Which is all that he ever wanted this entire time. He wanted to be the bad guy because bad guys are respected. Yeah. Uh, But it's... it's, This is the first little bit of actual... I would I say actual character development yeah. that we've gotten because we've seen Rad be the one who wants to be number one, mm-hmm. um, but now we we know a little bit more of why. Yeah, and he's a little bit more of a pitiable character. Yeah, I thought that was interesting that he's not just the jerk in this episode. Mm-hmm. He's not just the guy that we're like, ah, he fell down, he got electrocuted in an orca suit. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's he was the guy who was doing a pitiful, pitiful little montage song, frolicking around. <laughs> How great is it that in a show that has such amazing music mm-hmm. that they give Brad the worst, most low rent musical number in the entire series today. I think that was part of it. I think that's part of the reason why they get, like, this whole episode seemingly was designed for people to go, oh, well, Rad's not too bad. He's not that much of a jerk. He doesn't look like a pedophile, despite what everybody says. Uh, It's just getting sad, but he's he follows one of the main tenets of comedy, which is you have to be a down-on-your-luck so-and-so who can never win. And Mm -hmm. that's Rad. Dazzle gets to win sometimes. Rad never gets to win. Well, in the entire episode this time, no one got to win. We no. saw everyone start at zero and end at maybe a net gain of point zero 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 one, or maybe. even a loss, I guess you could say. Because they end up right where they didn't want to be, working mm. security at the parade for the firefighters. Celebration of the firefighters. Theoretically, they still have their jobs, mm. as far as I can tell, because the series must go on. And unless they're going to be parade security the entire series well we did get we did see throughout the entire episode eo was <laughs> mayor eo jackson still <laughs> probably my new favorite name such a fantastic michael jackson reference yeah, like, your nerd is showing scott oh. i can tell i know you have that costume i if, saw it just quick aside if you guys haven't seen captain eo the michael jackson experience Experience extravaganza, you are missing out. There is a key part of your soul mm-hmm. that has not come into place. That, like, when they brought it back to Disneyland, I was so happy. That was that was <laughs> one of the things that I have to do every time I was at Disneyland. I would get off of Star Tours and I would want to go on Captain Hill yeah. or vice versa. And you caught a great reference at the end, mm-hmm. too. That the, what was it, the turnaround yeah, at the very so end? Yeah, at, so at the very end, one of the things that kind of kept Rad, uh, kind of gave him closure for the whole situation is he brings his his costume back to the police wardrobe department uh, in but a he, ball melted together but he keeps his little mustache mm-hmm. um, and as he's walking away he turns back like the end of the thriller video when Michael reveals his eyes and right. Scott's used that joke before but it was it he I mean he's a Michael Where Jackson has he fan. used it before? Uh in one of his videos he he's done a couple videos as Michael McDonald. Oh okay. uh, and one of his parodies was uh tricking it to the treats and uh 
the the girl who gets attacked in the video after the Halloween thing wakes up and it ends essentially the same way as Thriller does, but when he turns around, he's got Michael McDonald's mustache on. Um, so yeah, he he's I mean his fandom is was definitely showing in this one. Uh, but we speaking of the end of the episode, uh, EO Jackson the entire time is trying to pick up on pizzazz in the grossest possible way, just grimy uh, like. CD, yeah, like, ugh. and and you can see he, it. He actually, just a quick side note mm-hmm. for character design. He actually had sort of like devil horn mm-hmm. hair, like especially when he's silhouetted and those eyes are glowing. Like he was a bad, bad dude. He's a, he's a bad man. And the so, speaking of of him and Pizzazz's relationship, we see Pizzazz when she's trying to exert like her police chiefness over Dazzle or any of the other people mm. we see the shutter shot where it's it's the now the classic shutter shot but with yeah the line Mayor EO Jackson the yeah. Mayor EO Jackson it was just all darkness so right. it went that extra mile you don't even get shutters it's just full on shade that he's looking at you and it's just it's just evil full power <laughs> power infinite power <laughs> Uh, so at at the end, Pizzazz ends up kind of sacrificing her well being in order for. The, I mean, we it's all alluded to. It's yeah. all illusion. The the lunch meetings where where Eo went into extreme detail, uh, dis- disgusting uh, detail, and at the end, it's implied that Pizzazz is is engaged in some sort of a lunch meeting relationship in order to save the police department with Mayor E.O. Jackson. So everyone's getting knocked down. Uh, I mean, I, you could argue even that that's going way too far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's something that we certainly haven't seen. I wasn't expecting it. And that's also something, that's another thing for Pizzazz where we get to see how far she will go to make sure that everybody has this place to be together and belong and et cetera, et cetera. It's like we were talking about earlier with pushing boundaries. You mm-hmm. know, the show is, we didn't get it as much in this episode. Uh, we've had extreme violence, like back in the serial killer episode. Yes. We've had extreme visualization. bizarre sex in the <laughs> dolphin episode. Uh, I know. <laughs> I've I've watched uh, um, the the Aquatica music video several times from last oh, recording to this one. God. I kissed the reef in Aquatica. I think is yeah, the full yeah. title. Um, but the uh, oh look, it's your girlfriend Splasha. Thank God, go and then uh, not Rad Dazzles. Like uh, I know every minute away from you does seem like an eternity. No, you try to keep up. <laughs> Just the the blissful wanton like. I'm going to have sex with this dolphin. But they made it seem a little bit more romantic. Got a little yeah. bit too close to the pop filter. But no, that's totally fine. Th- I mean, that <laughs> that was... When they do sex stuff, it's kind of like they're all up on my it's, ki- it's kind of <laughs> that sort of weird, gross sexiness that you right. can't help but look away from. And But the extension of that, then, is that in this episode, we're like, oh my god, she's actually having lunch meetings mm-hmm. with him to keep the job. It's, again, something that's not expected. It's something that I was, quite frankly, amazed that they were able to get on the air with that ending mm-hmm. like it's it's intense this is a boundary pushing show and this but this hopefully starts the overarching storylines that we see in similar shows mm-hmm. like i i hope that we get we maintain this relation well i mean i for for the character's sake i hope we don't maintain this relation for but for a story perspective that uh rad keeping the mustache 
means that he has sort of like a Mr. Hyde bit to him where he tries to be a jerk <laughs> and an ass on, on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, while still wanting to be a member of this team, and Pizzazz has to uphold this terrible, terrible lie in order to keep the the force going. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see the show expand in both ways, where we're expanding the town out, like it's sort of a Simpson-esque thing, where mm-hmm. like, okay, well now we know that we have the mayor to fall back on, and now we know that we have the fire department to fall back on, mm-hmm. and at the same time, yeah, we're seeing these overarching storylines develop where oh my god is are they going to be sleeping together this entire time is that something that's ongoing so it's interesting to see a show that was so episodic starting to venture out into these sort of more like callbacky territories and like mm-hmm. yeah you have to guys we're at episode five like keep up you know yeah uh, it hope now it's time to really start to expand this city and these characters dazzle really kind of spending the episode as a supporting character, I would say. Like, he was definitely in the forefront, but in terms of screen time mm-hmm. and uh, part the part that he takes in the resolution, I I think that he, he could have spent a little bit more time in this episode if he's our lead character. But at the same time, I didn't mind it that hey, much. Man, you gotta have a Lisa Simpson episode every now and again. <laughs> you have to have a Marge episode every now and again. And the Marge too. episodes are good. That they are. Uh, though, I, I will say that the... Uh, the single line of mouth or butt by Rad was one that definitely uh, took me down. And uh, there is something about this. I, I'm really happy that the show is is weekly. Uh, it's not something that we have to wait. Like, they keep everything from us for an extended period of time, much like our friends at DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Your season-long fantasy football game may be going strong, but you don't have to wait 16 weeks to get paid. The thing about, the cool thing about DraftKings that I like, I'm not, I'm not a big sports fan, but I'm a, I really like RPGs. Mm-hmm. So this is where you can kind of spec your character, like the characters and who's got higher stats for here and this. Mm-hmm. It really is like D&D on a general sense. And they have actually started doing League of Legends stuff. Um, but we are currently running a, a promotion with DraftKings, so big thanks to them. Uh, it's America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. There's no season-long commitment. You just go in for a week and you're done. So here's here's the thing. Here's how we're helping you. Football season's still going strong, but you can get in. It You don't have to start all over. You go to DraftKings.com, use the promo code BUZZ to play for a free shot at a million dollars in this week's Millionaire Maker event. It, it, a million dollars? Yeah, really. And we're just giving that away? That promo code? <laughs> Good lord, we've lost our minds. Much like the people on this show. But this uh the the cool thing is you can kind of one and done it. You don't you don't have to be like, oh, well this character got hurt and now I'm done. It's like, oh, this guy character. It's like they're not real people. <laughs> Jeez. Um I, I yeah, I get to, I mean it's fantasy football. Sometimes I expect one of them to be like the their character again, the name on the back of their jersey, the gray. This and it's so and it's a dude with a big geez. pointy hat and a beard. Um but this isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Remember, use code BUZZ for free entry at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. So thank you again to DraftKings for uh, helping out our studio. It helps keeps the light helps keep the lights on, much like our characters in Moonbeam City. Was there any particular moment in this episode that struck you 
like other moments of this episode did. I just love, again, keeping all of the callbacks and keeping mm-hmm. these little things for the viewer to maybe pick up on and see if there's something there. We got to see the band again, the band <laughs> that played, you know, Rain and Aquatica yeah. or Reef and Aquatica. That's fine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we got to enough. see that again. We're seeing a weird motif develop with suicide notes with everyone just labels their yeah. suicide notes. I like how Des like, this really paints me in a bad light. I'm going to punch it up a bit. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, I'm not to speculate, but I'm wondering if that's going to be, like, leading up to something, all these suicide notes hmm. that are just very strange to yeah, begin cause, with. because the one from last week, w- w- I mean... It was just, I'm going to kill myself by drowning, by drowning. in parentheses. So, so, like, that one's very straightforward, but mm-hmm. I wonder if they can use that device for something. I think that's a great idea that you brought up. Just the stupidest joke of all time, but I love it. it we'll find a patsy. Excellent. We'll blame Lindy it on Ar- the Irish. <laughs> you like, I'm groaning as I'm listening to it, but like, <laughs> yes. A thousand times yes on that joke. Yeah. That, I mean, I... As as Irish folk, I, I I can appreciate a good Irish joke here or there. Right, uh, like when Archer did it when they did the Family Feud with the, uh, the oh, Irish drug yeah. pushers. Yeah, so uh, it's uh, a classic it, Irishman's dilemma: Do you eat it now or distill it into <laughs> vodka? Or what? Well, I forget how it ends exactly, but general solid joke there. Solid mm-hmm. jokes here. Uh, <laughs> I like the advertisement from uh, Genesis Jones about the police raid with the musical guest, and mm-hmm. it was this big prime time event. Which right. I mean, there there's a lot of it's it's weird to think how much social commentary is in a bizarre comedy like this. Oh yeah, like we have the the huge blown out reports of the media we have the the crooked government and all that sort of a thing but it's it's not it's not thrown in your face or overt it's just like oh this is entertaining yeah this is part of the world that we live in but mm-hmm. maybe you see a little of yourselves in here i don't know why i turned into like a magic sorcerer at the it's end because there. of draftkings.com which you can use promo code buzz <laughs> for your one week i was just gonna say that i was on all sorts of crazy grum leave it to by the way an 80s perfect 80s trope that we're gonna make up a new drug that's new sweeping drug. the streets like okay kudos to you guys for knowing your 80s movies mm. canon and, but also, Gr- Grum <laughs> is just such a such a terrible name. But I know there's there's a DJ Grum who's pretty popular, and I have a, I have a friend of mine whose screen name is Grum. I don't remember how he got it. It was a nickname. But so any every time I saw that and it was like powdered horse manure. Uh, what was it? My my ankles are on fire, but my shins are freezing oh, cold. Oh yeah, and how. Rad as just the the misguided puppy trying ev- just anything is like we need somebody to try I'll do it and he, yeah. and he just goes right into it full heartedly like he said himself he wants to be the cool one to see how cool it is to be cool and he'll the- never get there no he's no. gonna try but he'll never get there he's always gonna every time he shoots a bullet into the ceiling he's gonna get covered in sharks that is a perfect metaphor for his life. There's there's a lot of rad radness, rad sadness in this episode. Like when he rad, goes sad, to the sad rad, yeah, sa- yeah, sad rad. When he goes to the police the wardrobe and it's like, oh, do you want to turn in the uh, the pet or the sex offender costume? No, this is my regular clothes. He's so good at whining. And yeah, that's Will Forte for you. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. And then the uh, God, I think my my favorite one was 
those uh, those special needs children didn't even like you. They said they weren't allowed to hug. And they'll hug that anything. Was, that was probably, I take it back, that was the most boundary-pushing thing about the episode, is getting that joke on the air. They Again, got kudos. They got all the language right. And speaking of, of getting the language on the air, we, we watch with uh, captions, just in case sometimes the uh, audio yeah, mixes yeah. up. And the, cap- the script that was sent to the closed captioning department didn't match the audio stuff. So in between submitting the script and maybe like the last couple of recuts, they changed a little bit of the language around. So right. it... D- like it went on the air as diabetic sex slaves, but in the caption it was midget sex slaves, which makes me think that you cannot say the M word on the air. Because right. actually, John Mulaney has a bit about this. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. So I it, don't know. Maybe that was the original thing, and they were like, "Oh!" Yeah, Comedy Central said we already we already did our bit on that. We're not going to do that again. <laughs> Try again. So diabetic. Sure, that's that's silly enough to work. Mm-hmm. But um, so I think if we if you go back and watch the episodes with the closed captioning on, you'll find an even more risque version of the episodes. Yeah. If you haven't yet, I would I would highly highly suggest it. Uh, is there anything you wanted else you want to talk? about? about the episode that guy loves to shit on pillows <laughs> yeah that was so random that uh, like yeah i, I kind of suspected it was this guy who has this mo that's yeah. his thing his calling card and that was that was the one time where i actually believed when dazzle said oh yeah it probably was him where most of the time I was just like no i know who it is shut up yeah where this yeah. one's like yeah, it's the guy who shits on pillows <laughs> damn it i should have i should have seen it Ugh. uh so this we got a surprising amount of character development and uh, new mm-hmm. additional characters. The flipping how the it just like a Pez dispenser took all of the the cops from the SWAT department in the cemetery. Silly, <laughs> dumb visual gags that should hit a little bit harder than you would expect. <laughs> uh, but I I thought this was a great episode. Solid, solid. It, all right. I am once again thrilled with how the series progresses. As am I. So next week is uh, the. Six at well, clearly the sixth episode. But after mm-hmm. that, we're gonna have a break again. But uh, we're getting we're getting the band in here. We're yeah! getting the band back together. So uh, what I need you to do uh, is I need you to follow the two of us on Twitter as well as After Buzz on Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll give you the information on when they're coming in. We might do something on top of just talking about the show, but we'll we'll hit that when we get there. Uh, I have to hit them back on on one last email, and we should be good to go. So I don't have an exact time for you when I will. Make sure to follow both of us, and we'll get the information to you. Uh, did you want to make any predictions or anything you want to see? Oh, God, there's that spooky pheromone. Your AfterBuzz TV predictions. You oh, it's pink and blue. I love it. You don't understand. I live for the theremin music. <laughs> that is the only reason I come here day after day, week after week, is to get some of that sweet, sweet theremin in my veins. And right in your ear, you just it's intravenously through your ear. Predictions, I already touched on it. Mm. I really hope the suicide notes are leading up to something. That it's all... <laughs> what the? What a sentence. What? I really hope the suicide notes lead to something. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. From a story perspective. If those suicides were not in vain and they lead up to something. No, yeah. I'm wondering if it's like an evil cabal of of ex-suiciders getting together and they're going to take down the city. I don't know. I don't know. That's just... This is my story pitch of <laughs> what my episode would be. Is I the mean, Suicide you are, Squad Returns. You are wearing a Titmouse shirt. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just saying we might have some good ideas. I want to see... <laughs> 
I want to see <laughs> shameless plug. Yeah, well, pay us, just pay us. Um, uh, I want to see more of this character development uh, mm-hmm. and overarching stories, which I'm happy we're starting to get a glimpse of, and I think we will some more in the future. Also, more Michael Jackson references. Damn it! I, I know Scott's into it, so so uh, hopefully we'll get him here to talk about his undying obsession. I keep it like just making it bigger and bigger. His creepy desire to be Michael Jackson. That is Scott Gardner on Twitter. Uh, but until next week, where can the folks find you on Twitter? They can find me on the tweets at Greg Goodness. And if you want to see me live, I don't know why you would, but you can do that every second Sunday of the month at the iOS Theater in Hollywood with my sketch team, It's the Cops. And also, quick side note, big thanks to everyone who came out to uh, NYC Sketch Fest last week. Excellent. And saw It's the Cops perform live in New York, 3,000 miles away from where we normally are. <laughs> it was a great show. Thank you, guys. You guys are the best. Well, that means you got a huge presence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of huge presences, we're, we're getting... Uh, we're starting to get more guests here from Moonbeam City because it is starting to pick up more speed, and that's thanks to you. So make sure you go on iTunes and you rate the show. You go on YouTube, you rate and comment on the show. You leave us comments on iTunes as well. But you can follow me on Twitter, at SoapboxMark, for all of your Moonbeam City needs. Follow Moonbeam City CC on Twitter as well. Uh, but until next time, uh, we'll see you in Moonbeam City. Thanks for watching. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 